Welcome to Super Talk, the podcast that scratches your superhero itch. Just two suburban dads nerding out over superhero stuff on the small screen and the big. Buckle up, people. Enjoy the ride. Welcome to Super Talk, the weekly podcast dedicated to news and reviews of comic book media on the big and small screen. This is episode number 34, and I'm your host, Brian Professor Pettison. With me, as always, is my illustrious co-host, Titanium Tony Estrella. Titanium! Rock solid week. Uh, rock solid week. Wow. We got a lot going on. Um, we're going to review the What If episode, and uh, we're going to get into Titans episode. The Red Hood episode. Hey, look, we had a week first bonus episode for Super Talk. Yeah, and that was fun. That was a lot of fun. We kept it pretty short. Too. <laughs> you and I, I like. It was- okay, we know this trailer's coming out this week. All right, uh, what are you doing tomorrow night? Wait, yeah, I'm doing? available. What are yeah. you doing tomorrow night? Okay, we're gonna get together yeah. and do an episode. Uh, that that was fun. Yeah, that was. It was a, a nice distraction from our our norm, and uh, we we're gonna do more of those. Can we? Can we please, Professor? Of course. Yes. I, you know, yes. look, we're in spoiler season. Um, I think more of these things are going to happen, uh, and, and not so much for Spider-Man, uh, and we hope they do, but look, <laughs> he's the most popular superhero probably of all time. Let's We can argue that, but... At you some, gave some pretty impressive stats last time. It's the number one comic book selling, right? Was it, was it yeah. the number one? Yeah. I mean, Marvel's number one. I mean, at one point in time, Marvel had, I want to say, four simultaneous running Spider-Man titles that were being published. So it was Amazing Spider-Man, Web of Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, and Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man. And they had four, basically, titles simultaneously running about the same character. And, and you want to include like ultimate Spider-Man and other ones that they had. I mean, it's ridiculous. Right. So, so when the professor says titles, he means like a series of comic books under a title name, right? Right. Yeah. So uh, you could subscribe to one title and you'd get that title, but the storyline for that right. title. And they, I mean, it, it's easily Marvel's number one character. And, yeah. and, I, and maybe someday we'll have this, this debate, but I would argue Spider-Man is the greatest superhero ever created. I, I'm, I'm going to say that out loud right now. Wow, that's a bold statement. It is a bold statement that's a and bold statement. But it's not because of how powerful he is, or you know, I, I would argue that Superman is probably the most powerful superhero ever created. But Spider-Man, most popular, most beloved, most creative, most—I mean, he's just look. A teenage kid gets bit by a radioactive spider and can do all this crazy stuff, and I mean. It, it, it's really cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah it is. when you think about it. Yeah. And look, there's going to be more stuff coming out about this movie going forward. And you and I intimated some about some of that stuff in the last episode. And we'll, we'll cover that. And sure. I, I think we'll cover it normally. If something crazy breaks out, you and I will get together. What are you doing right now? Right. Hey, let's get together. We'll do a crazy We'll jump episode. on it. Yeah, right. absolutely. Um, We're all about building yeah. content. So. But uh, yeah, episode 34, let's get it going. All right, well, before we get started, we always want to thank the listeners that bring the show to you, and those are our patrons, patreon.com slash supertalk. That's how you become a patron of this show. What does it mean? You donate a dollar an episode. Hey, Supertalk publishes an episode. Hey, we're we're willing to donate a dollar for that. And guess what? Then you become a sponsor of the show. You are somebody that brings a show to the audience. So 
thank you for those of you who've signed up to become patrons. Uh, we, I, I can't begin to tell you how appreciative of, we are of that. Um, it, it's something that really means a lot to us because you are the most important consumers of our product. Um, and thank you. But if you want to sign up, patreon.com slash supertalk. Yeah, very cool. And thank you for those that do. So uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, well, let's jump right in. We, we got a, a couple of things, really important things to review this week. First, the new episode of What If. What if the world lost its mightiest heroes? Sponsored by. <laughs> <laughs> right, sponsored by. Gooder, Gooder Glasses. And, thank you, Gooder. Thank you so much, guys. And uh, Big I, week for the Gooder guys. Sergio, right? Oh, my God. So, yeah. Um, Tell the story. Well, we love Gooder sunglasses. I mean, yeah. you and I have, you know, talked about how great they are when you're doing anything physical. And we're watching the golf tournament this weekend, the BMW Championship, which happens to be um, being held in a local course, Owings Mills, Maryland, um, Caves Valley in Maryland, not, not too far from us. And they were watching Sergio Garcia and I'm, I'm driving home one day and they're like, Oh, Sergio Garcia is playing so well. And my, he's wearing some really cool sunglasses. They're, I haven't seen him wear those kind of sunglasses. They made before. a big deal out of it. They'd never seen him wear sunglasses while I'm, he's playing. I'm watching this. I'm listening to this on the radio. I'm like, Oh, okay, this is cool. And then you send me an email. Hey, Sergio Garcia sponsored by Gooder sunglasses. I'm like, okay, this is a big deal. <laughs> yeah. And he, Number one, I think he finished, I think, fifth or sixth in the tournament, which is a huge deal for Sergio, but even bigger deal for Gooder. Yeah. I mean, they showcased their son, and he wore them all the time. Even when it wasn't even sunny, he was yeah, wearing them. He's, I saw him on the back of his hat during interviews. Oh, he has really done a great job for yeah. them, and good for you guys, Gooder. I mean, literally, I was, I was talking about sunglasses all weekend. Your sunglasses are great, and you showcase them in the biggest stage this weekend. So good for you, Gooder. G O D R dot com. That's how you get in touch with those guys. Twenty five bucks for a pair of high quality polarized sunglasses. It's awesome. incredible. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into what if. Uh, what did you think? I, I mean, I loved this episode. So did I. Okay, this was good. okay. So this was the the Avengers like first Avengers movie. Broken down and say say that we had a bunch of the things that led up to that movie happen in the same week, which they did. They yeah. did Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They did like yeah. Iron Man two slash Nick Thor. Week. So, yeah, it was something like that. It was titled Nick Fury's Week. Crazy, crazy. But they did all these things, and somebody was hunting down and killing the Avengers candidates. And these are the people in the Avengers initiative that Nick Fury set up the was the, trying to get them together before the paper they got he together. put together of yeah. like, Hey, what if right question? What if uh, a group of, you know, extraordinary people got together and, and fought for something that they felt was more important than themselves. And, and that's Nick Fury's statement. So, but all the people on his list, somebody was hunting down and killing Started yeah. with Iron Man. Yeah, that was shocking. Like I did, I wasn't expecting it. That was cool. Well, the scene they showed was literally bit by bit the same scene that was in Iron Man Two. They got popped in the neck, I guess. Uh, by Black Widow. Yeah, Natasha was going to give him some cure, like in the movie, to help with his um, the whatever in so the thing. Rewind. Yeah, Iron Man Two. 
Tony Stark's just kind of out on his own. He ends up going to some donut shop in the middle of California. Yeah. He's eating donuts inside the donut. Nick Fury shows up, tells him to come down. They go inside the diner, and eventually Natasha, uh, Black Widow, stabs him in the neck with a syringe and gives him sodium pentothal or something yeah. that eases his... He was uh, being poisoned by the... The chemical within his chest... Uh, what was it called? Um, Just call it uranium, because I like the name of it. It wasn't uranium. It was, uh, yes, I can't remember what it was, but he was being poisoned. Iron pentothal. Yeah, something. <laughs> he was being poisoned, and uh, they gave him a kind of a sedative that kind of would ease that. Well, yeah. in this show, it killed him. Yeah. And then Black Widow's being hauled off by the... She's being accused shield, of murder. Yeah. you know, is, is hauling her off. You killed Tony Stark. And she's like, what? Crazy, yeah. Um, and then, but then we go through this series of deaths that should not have happened. Uh, Thor gets shot Barton in the heart Thor, by, yeah. by 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 uh, Hawkeye's arrow, and he's like, "I did, I didn't shoot him." I and at that point, he was human because he was sent to Earth, like he couldn't lift a hammer, so he was very vulnerable, and that's what happened. Right. And then we had um, who was the next one to die? A Hulk. Hulk. They find Hulk. Black Widow goes and finds him. Oh, yeah, we got Bruce Banner, all those others. And he gets, you know, crazy, hulks out. Well, he gets shot by in, by something. And he get, turns into the Hulk. He turns into the Hulk, but then his heart expands and he, expl- he explodes. Yeah. And they didn't, it wasn't that graphic, but he explodes. So he dies. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. He's dead. Um, it's a cool episode. It was a good twist. Yeah. And, and what ended up happening was, um, spoiler alert, no. Spoiler, yep. Well, if you haven't watched it yet, spoiler alert, right? Audience, um, Janet Van Dyne, um, uh, not Janet Hope, Hope Van Dyne, yeah, was a shield agent, was an agent of shield, and she had gone on some mission somewhere and died. Yeah, fun fact for you the mission she went to was uh, Oslock or something, maybe. Well, oh, I'm just saying, the. The mission was it was, this, it was in um, some Russian place that she died. It's the same place that, where the Winter Soldier shot Natasha. She was protecting a a a package, right? Or a, she was protecting somebody, and the Winter Soldier shot him through her. And it was the same town, uh, according to what I read. But Wait, Kiev, I thought it was Kiev. was it Kiev, Kiev? Something, something, something like that. that. She. Um, but she that that's what she was talking about the first time she had encountered the winter soldier was mm-hmm. in this city and come to find out that that's the same city that that hope van dyne died in so you think the winter soldier killed hope van dyne well that that's the popular theory is that the winter soldier is responsible for that but um the fact of the matter is she died yeah and somebody got really pissed off about that and it happened to be hank pym, hank pym. yeah he wasn't too happy about it. And not only was he not happy about it, but he kind of went crazy and donned the yellow jacket armor. Yeah. Um, and in the comic books, Hank Pym was a character called Yellow Jacket. So originally he was Ant-Man. He's kind of a dick, though, wasn't he? Yeah. And then when he became Yellow Jacket in the comic books, he was an asshole. Yeah. I mean, he was like physically beating Janet, Janet Van Dyne, his girlfriend at the time, uh, Wasp, was beating her. And literally, like, if this had happened today, I mean, this would have been the comic book would oh, be off it the shelves. Talking about this, the woke he generation, he was a, he was an a hole. Um, 
But in this particular episode, he donned the yellow jacket armor and he was responsible for killing each one. And and I love the flashback explanations of well, how did he kill Iron Man? Well, he shrank himself and got into the syringe that Black Widow injected in Iron Man. He went into his uh, bloodstream and just basically killed him. Yeah. Killed him. Okay. That, that explains that. Uh, he was responsible for Hawkeye was aiming at Thor, but he wasn't going to shoot him. And then Ant-Man made him like release the arrow when he didn't want to. Yeah, hit him, hit his fingers and release the arrow. And he's like, man, I never miss fire. And then he was on some bullet that was shot at the Hulk, went into the Hulk's body, injected some chemical or something into his heart. He threw one of the expanding discs at his heart. The yes, the uh, the disc that made things enlarge, and he made his heart enlarge and killed the Hulk. Yeah, killed the Hulk. Brilliant. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, So we found out that that uh, who knew Hank was such a mental case. Well, but here's what it tells me. But this is how powerful. Yeah, Ant Man no is right. Respect for him, and and didn't he say that the you know using the suit over time took its toll on me? Right, I remember. Well, that remember if you remember, that was why the original the Yellow Jacket in the original Ant Man movie kind of went a little crazy too. Hank Pym said, "Without this special helmet, it will shrinking and growing." Will drive you crazy. Yeah. And Yellow Jacket um, in the movie was going crazy because he didn't have that special helmet that Hank, Hank Pym designed. But, hey, it shows you how powerful that character is. No I mean, yeah. can basically just take out anybody at any time. Which is cra- well, and funny enough, um, in the episode, Nick Fury ends up aligning himself with Loki... Crazy. Who basically comes to Earth saying, hey, you killed my brother. And he's like, oh, ho, ho, so hang on. We're going to find out who killed your brother. And then Loki um, confronts Hank Pym in the guise of Nick Fury. Yeah. Which was hysterical. It was great. Um, but then at the end of the show, Loki kind of goes to the United Nations and says, I'm here to take over the world. Yeah. And we're like, holy crap. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. Of course, that's what Loki's going to do. Yeah. So that was tip- That was kind of, you know, I, I think they wrapped that nicely. And again, what they're doing with these episodes, which is fantastic. Almost every single person that voiced those characters came back to voice the characters in this episode. Almost, yeah. Uh, Black Widow was not. Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everybody else. I mean, oh, and uh, Tony Stark, Tony Stark was, was not. Yeah. What was not. Uh, but Mark Ruffalo came back. Yeah. Oh, Samuel, Samuel Jackson, Jackson was. was Tom absolute- Hiddleston. Yep. Um, every, everybody else, I mean, Michael, um, whoa, the Ant-Man, Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas, geez, total. Yeah. Michael Douglas was Ant-Man. They had, um, uh, the Mark Ruffalo, like you said, Mark Ruffalo, but they also had Greg Clark, uh, Clark Greg, I'm so dyslexic, (laughs) Clark Greg, Greg Clark. Now they Agent had Coulson came back, yeah. Yeah, they, everybody came back. So, I mean, look, they're doing a great job with that. And, and, and uh, incredibly great story, great entertaining storyline. And, and again, was there I, anything in it that you could see that would follow through into any of the movies coming up? Anything? 
because they said each episode or well supposedly the episodes could contain easter eggs or something that we might see in the future with this multiverse of madness anything not this so much but what at the end of the episode the, the big easter egg was that all the Avenger candidates kind of died with the exception of a couple. And one of them was Captain Marvel, who she came back. Yeah. She, you know, Nick Fury. Who was the other one? Um, the other one that he um, brought back at the end of the episode. Who was the other one? Oh, I can't remember. I'll think of it in a minute. Um, there was another one that had not been brought back, but nobody, nobody yeah. knew about. Um, but I mean, that was kind of cool that she kind of showed up at the end of this. Yeah, and you she know. was like, where's the fight? Yeah, right. Um, I, d- I don't know is this leading in. This one is one of those ones that um, I'm not sure where it, it goes. You yeah. know, it's like how, how it fits. You know? Yeah, I, I couldn't see the fit either. I couldn't pull it out. Um, so, but interesting. Very cool. Yeah. I, I thought it was a great episode. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Well, let's get to the next one. And that's uh, Titan Season 3, Episode 5. You said you watched this episode and you loved it. No, I didn't say I loved it. I said it was good. You said they were great. Yeah, you said great. Titans was great. Titans and What If were great. Okay. I'm not... You know, here's here's my thing. So this was a flashback episode. Yeah. This was... Um, How the you, Red Hood became the Red Hood. If you were looking for any plot development or anything moving forward from what they showed in the first four episodes of the season, uh, you're missing out. Um. I was not a big fan of this episode. I, as a matter of fact, I did, didn't like it at all. Hmm. Um, I kind of knew most of what they were going to go through. They kind of explained um, some of the things that weren't comic book accurate and how they happened to be on the show, which is fine. I love flashbacks as a way to help tell stories. I don't love flashback episodes where the entire episode is a flashback. Got it. And that drove me crazy like we had seen everything that had happened already and so they basically said we're going to take an entire episode and go back in time explain why you are where you already are jason todd became and how he survived death basically coming back how did he become the red hood how did he survive his own death uh who manipulated him why and it was all about the scarecrow manipulating him and, and and all these other things and again had they sprinkled in some flashbacks along the way to explain some of that, I'd have been totally happy. Yeah. But for them to take an entire episode and say, oh, we're going to go back. All this stuff you've already seen. Like I told you, the first couple episodes, I was shocked how quickly they got into the Red Hood storyline. I was yeah. like, oh, my God, we've already seen the Red Hood storyline in yeah. two episodes. And now we find out why, because episode five is a complete flashback. Yeah. And I'm like... Well, I knew this. Yeah. You, you didn't have to take a whole episode to do this. You'd done it before. I liked. I liked the way they explained and how they walked through. You know, they reversed engineered the the fear gas, so he's not afraid. And uh, well, that's important. Yeah. So the important thing is that the reason why Jason Todd contacted the Scarecrow to begin with was he knew Bruce Wayne, Batman, was losing faith in him. And he felt that the reason why he's losing faith in him is he, he thought that he was afraid. And he's like, I want you... To, so Scarecrow had a chemical formula that would basically feed on people's fears, yeah. the, the worst fears that they had. 
And he said, can you reverse engineer your chemical or your formula so that there is no fear? And he's like, hmm, I, I might be able to do that. So Jason Todd's motivation was to, to create something that would remove all the fear from him. Now, I feel the chemical or the formula that he was given maybe did some of that. But there's also other things that it did that he didn't want or didn't know. And this is a scarecrow manipulating him. Right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All the information about Batman, all the secret ins and outs of yep. Batman and who he is and what he does. And yeah, I mean, uh, the Lazarus pit was kind of we knew that was coming. Like, how does he die and then come back? Was it the formula well, I- again? And great explainer through a flashback of. Well, how did he come back? Well, he, he died. He was killed. He was dumped in the Lazarus pit, and he came back. That's exactly what happened in the comic books. It happened to be Ra's al Ghul that did it in the comic books, but now it was a scarecrow who, hey, I found a, a Lazarus pit that Ra's al Ghul just happened to be abandoned. Oh, conveniently, yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, I, again, I love using flashbacks as a way to explain how the story but a whole episode, but, you're not a fan yeah, of. Yeah, the whole episode of, like, literally, the plot didn't move forward one bit yeah. this episode. And I was like, eh, okay, give me the next one. Yeah. See, I thought the episode before this was a filler episode, and uh, I was a little disappointed. But this episode, at least it gave me uh, some answers to some questions that I had. And you know, Jason Todd. But I feel this series is going to pick up quickly. Yeah, um, I kind of I kind of see what they're the the things that they're establishing, and I I feel that the next few episodes are going to be really good. I hope so. Yeah, we still haven't seen the Raven or and and Wonder Girl, Wonder Girl potentially. Well, we well, saw her this week in a, in a flashback, in kind of a yeah. flashback, but yeah, in a dream sequence. Right. I hope that smoke show comes back. All right. Well, let's move on. We'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about as our thirty three and a half or thirty three point five episode talk through the uh, Spider Man No Way Home trailer. Talk about blowing up! Holy Hol- shit! Three hundred and fifty five million views. Broke over. the record. Broke the record. So Avengers in wow. Endgame was the um, the record holder for most views for a trailer, and Spider Man No Way Home broke that. Easily and quickly, uh, was was amazingly over three hundred and fifty five million views. Crazy, it, like insane. Yeah, numbers. That's how popular this character. And you're gonna tell me it does? It's not gonna do well in the theaters? <laughs> Come on, you're gonna stream Titanium? that? I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> if everybody that watches this movie hates this movie, it'll still make five hundred million. Easy, easy, easy. And for them to think about delaying any movie now, yeah, let's not go there. Yeah, yet. but um, the reactions have been great. Tom Holland came out; he was, I guess, traveling. Um, released something on his uh, Twitter account or Instagram account. Said, "Hey, the response has been incredible. I can't wait to show you more. It's been awesome. I'm really excited for you guys to see." The more. words he used was just that was just the tip of the iceberg. Sure. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and. and uh, but rumors abound of like, oh, what do they show? What do they not show? What does this mean? I mean, the the, the breakdown videos on the internet are, are off the charts of like literally yeah. screen by screen of like, oh, did we see the lizard or was it really a black figure? I mean, I mean it's, it's it's crazy. Was it um, Mephisto? 
But it just shows you how invested people are in this. And I, I love it. It's great. Again, Spider-Man's one of my favorite characters of all time. So I mean I'm I'm happy for it. And I'm happy for Tom Holland. Um again, my feeling is they're going to use I mean, gosh, think about this one teaser trailer, how many views it had. I mean, th- this is going to get so much hype. Um, but just, I, and, and here's the one example I'll use. If you remember, Avengers um, Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. We got a, a trailer, got a teaser, then we ended up getting a trailer. And then literally like a week before the movie came out, we got a trailer and the last thing that they showed on the trailer was Vision's face. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And that was a week before the movie came out. Yeah. We'd gotten all these teasers, we'd gotten all these trailers, and all of a sudden, a week before the movie came out, we got another trailer, and Vision's face came in like in the last second of the movie. I guarantee you, we're going to have like another couple teasers here and there, we might see the other characters, but a week before this movie comes out, we'll have a trailer with Toby McGuire and Andrew Garfield, and they're going to show up and be like, oh my God, the other Spider-Men are here. Uh, yeah, we all know it's happening. Yeah, we all yeah, know they're going to be in the movie, but they're going to wait until that last week before the movie, and they're going to hit freaking the turbo button on the on the promotions, and they're going to show them, and then everybody's going to go crazy. I hope so. I love that shit. Right. I mean, that's what gets me fired up about it. I love it. The only problem, though, is Titanium shuts it down two weeks before a movie. So I might not see that. You might not be able to shut it down. I might well. If, if they show something mega like that and I hear about it, I'm going to have to go watch it. So. Yeah, but, I, you know, look, people. We're um, going to get a trailer, a full-blown trailer at some point. So we still, I know Titanium is, I'm still skeptical about this movie, how crazy and busy no, it I is. And, no, I am. But at the same time, I'm looking forward to, and, and I'm going to repeat my previous statements. This is going to be a Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Yeah. This is a Tom Holland movie. He's going to be Spider-Man. He's going to be the star of the movie. Um, we know Doctor Strange is going to be part of this movie and, and a reason for some of this plot that we're seeing. We know Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are probably going to have cameos. We know some of these other villains are going to... And you know what? I think William Defoe's version of the uh, Green Goblin may be the villain of the movie. But this is a Tom Holland spider-man movie and these other spider-man they may have cameo but it's just going to be like snippets here hey oh we can work together let's let's try to make this happen but it's a tom holland movie he is the guy they are going to promote as being the guy moving forward for the next few years i just i want more of uh the Infinity War type of feeling and movie experience. And I say that by, I want to go into this movie and I want a twist or a character to appear or something that blows me away that I'm shocked. Like, oh my God, there was rumors. Yeah, but I don't don't even want the rumors. I just, I want that to be this movie. Who would that be? Um, Let's see. A, some kind of mutant, uh, I think would be great. I don't think we're going to get that in this movie. I don't think so either, but I'm just telling you that that type of shocking... I think we're going to get a flavor of or a version of the Sinister Sinister Six. That would be great. I think we're going to get that. I think we're going to get Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield cameos. I think we're going to get that. I think we're going to get... um, 
some version. And, and again, I think the, the question is who's the six sinners or six. I think it's how about gonna, Richard Reed showing up or Reed Richards. <laughs> I, did, I did it again. Uh, Reed Richards. No, I think, I think you're reaching at that point. In time. I, I think this is going to be Um, question now is, is, does Spider-Man show up or cameo in the next Doctor Strange movie, which is only a few, a couple months after this movie comes out? Maybe. Who knows? Um, I, I think we are going to see this movie and be very satisfied and happy with the containment of this movie. I hope so. And then I think the end of the movie is going to really paint a picture of where we're going to move forward. Here's the Easter egg or the, the big secret appearance that I think we're going to see in this movie that you may be alluding to. I think we see Eddie Brock in this movie. That'd be cool. That'd I be think a nice we crossover. see, I think we see Eddie Brock in this movie. I, I, I just think we see it. Um, you know, they've talked in the fact, and we'll get to this in the news, the fact that we'll have venom, let there be carnage before this movie. Um, I do believe we might see this kind of path towards, hey, can we all be in the same yeah. universe? And I think we'll see that. Like the last episode, I said Sony was kicking around their own universe, and they've, they've actually gave it a name. Sony's Spider-Man universe. Interesting. That'd be cool, though. That's what I'm talking about. That's the type That would of, excite you. That would, Of course it would excite me. Yeah. Any kind of twist or shocker like that would excite me. Now, how busy it is, I'm going to put my trust in Marvel. I hope it isn't as busy. I don't think and we let need me to tell you, when I say When I say it's busy, I mean that it's busy storyline-based. It's going to do a gazillion dollars. Oh, it will. I'm not saying it's not going to kill it in the theaters or, or people are going to go nuts Look, and lose their mind. We, are in, the we co- know that. We are in the COVID, still in the COVID pandemic, um, in the latter stages, hopefully. I have a hard time believing this still does not do a billion dollars worldwide. Oh, that's a bold statement. A billion, but 500 million, absolutely obtainable and will blow by. I mean, Black Widow just checked off the 500 million mark. Black Widow just checked and off the And that movie was pretty bad. The movie was okay. I, 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 <laughs> I liked it. It was okay. I mean, for a Marvel movie, Look, it was okay. I, I could have and, and should have watched that again. And I had the ability to do so and have chosen not to. That's wow. how much I did not like that. Movie. I've seen it twice. I've seen it three times. Uh, I saw it twice when it first came out. And then I watched it again with one of my kids, my youngest daughter. Did it Gabrielle. get any better? It got funnier. I, I laughed at some of the jokes. All right. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. Well, let's move forward. We'll, we'll go straight into the news section. And uh, this of course is sponsored by our friends at BSB. BSBSwag.com. You're sporting the shirt today. You're sporting the baseball shirt. Look. Comfy. BSB, um, even you can make a stupid fat ass like myself look good. <laughs> and I really appreciate it. So BSBSwag.com. <laughs> hey, you guys make high quality stuff that looks good, feels good, wears good. I mean, hats, shirts, hoodies, great stuff. If you haven't yet, Check them out, bsbswag.com. They make good stuff. Again, they can make somebody stupid like me look good. Hey, you should you know check them out. Hey, the guys I know, the fraternity brothers of mine, there are a couple of Marines that started this. They support the military, and they give a lot of their proceeds to the military. 
they're a couple of Marines, uh, and they're uh, they're good guys, and it's a good cause, and it's a really cool brand, comfortable stuff. So, give them a check. Thanks, BSP. We really yeah. appreciate it. And uh, uh, we'll kind of get into I, you know one of the big rumors that we heard this week was that the Illuminati may be making an appearance. In the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness Interesting. movie. Interesting. So, who, hey, Professor, who are the Illuminati? All right, guys, take out your notebooks. Here we go. All right, here we go. So the Illuminati was a group of highly powerful individuals who decided to create their own group so that they could kind of police what's going on and maybe kind of control some of the crazy stuff that's happening. The, the original version of Illuminati was Professor X... Uh-huh. Doctor Strange, yep. Mr. Fantastic. Which is who? What do you mean? Reed Richards? Reed Richards, okay. Mr. Fantastic. So, And this is questioned for what? Doctor Strange, the... Multiverse of Madness, right. Kind of thinking about bringing that in there? Maybe. So maybe a so little that, so cameo uh, again, Reed a Richards? Version, so the version, original version of the Illuminati, Reed Richards, Professor X, um, Doctor Strange, we had... Black Bolt from the, um, not the Eternals, the um, Inhumans. Inhumans. <laughs> yes. Then we had our friend Namor <laughs> from from uh, Atlantis, and the last person in the Illuminati is it's it's one of two people. It's either been Beast, who is also a mutant, or um, it's been Iron Man. Tony Stark. I doubt we'll see Iron Man Tony Stark in the Illuminati. You think? Right. Um, But those individuals, highly powerful uh, individuals, some of the greatest minds in the universe, they came together and formed a group. And the original reason they formed the Illuminati was because of the Hulk. Um, This is the group that recognized the Hulk was such a threat to Earth that they jettisoned him into the into space and he went into some remote planet and they thought he was going to a desolate planet and they ended up going to Sakaar and became the, Hulk. the champion of Sakaar and became you know yeah planet Hulk and had it got married and had a son and all kinds of other stuff that ended up happening but that's the original reason why the Illuminati was formed so the real rumor now is the Illuminati may show up at some point in time or in some form in Doctor Strange 2, big rumor now is that some version of Professor X from the Fox universe is going to show up in Doctor Strange 2. Wow. And whether it's Patrick Stewart or James McAvoy, still up in the air, it could be either of them. But, uh, and the reason why the rumors are running rampant is because... uh, we know that they asked Hugh Jackman to be part of this movie. They asked him, we're doing a multiverse movie. We'd love to find a way to kind of integrate the Fox universe into the Marvel universe. And what hey, better wh- way than their number one star? Let's get Hugh Jackman to come out and just be number one screen and kind of see what's happening in the multiverse. He said, no, no, I'm done. Yeah. I did the Logan movie. That was my farewell. Yep. I'm finished. What a great goodbye too. Uh, one of the greatest one of the greatest if you haven't seen it folks go see logan one of the greatest comic book movies ever created ever without question yeah um but he said no i'm done 
And they went to Patrick Stewart, asked him the same question. He's like, ah, oh, no, you know, Logan was a great farewell to the Professor X character. He's, uh, mostly. <laughs> and so he, the theory is that he might be open to coming back. And he was literally the perfect Professor X that has played, played that character in the movies ever. Um, so could he be him? Yes. Could James McAvoy be him? Of course. Of course. But we feel or we understand that potentially somebody from the Fox universe could show up in that movie and be an explainer of how the Fox characters eventually make their way into the Marvel universe. Um, and maybe the Illuminati shows up in some multiverse Illuminati. Who knows? Hey, the rumor is cool. Yeah. And we want to talk about it. It's great. Yeah. The rumor is very cool. That would be, uh, that would be something shockingly enough. And that's why, uh, that based on that rumor, that's why I think maybe a cameo or maybe an end credit seed about Reed Richards in the Spider-Man movie setting that up. But we'll see if that happens. It's a rumor right now, folks. It could happen. It could I'll not. tell you, that's going to be a huge coup for Marvel. If we see Reed Richards before we hear about a casting, and that would be the casting announcement. Oh, of course. Right. But yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I know. I know it's, it's a stretch, but Mephisto could show up. Who knows? All right. <laughs> well, and then you had some news about the uh, there's a Disney's making a Halloween special. Yeah. Apparently the Disney's has a casting call for a young uh, Latino actor. Um, and the rumor well, is too bad. It's young Latino. Actor. I know if they were looking for some older, a Latino Cubano, actor, a yeah. older Cubano, Cubano, been... older Cubano, Tony, uh, titanium, Tony would love to be a part of that. Um, so the rumor is that it's, um, a werewolf, by, uh, werewolf, um, by, by night, werewolf by night is supposedly the Disney Halloween show. We know there's other rumors that it could be showing up in moon Knight. Um, there's rumors about Midnight Suns being formed, which is a, a comic book uh, kind of gang. Who, who's in that, Professor? Midnight Suns is uh, Doctor Strange, Morbius, uh, Punisher, Ghost Rider, um, Moon Knight, Moon Knight, um, Werewolf by Night, Werewolf by Night. There's uh, Doctor Voodoo. There's just like so many guys in that um, Midnight Suns group. Yeah, um, and you know if. Well, look, we know some of these characters are coming. We know we well, we've seen the Punisher; he's around. Uh, we're hopeful the Ghost Rider comes back. We're hopeful at some point in time. We know Morbius is going to be there. Right? Morbius is going to be there. Uh, we know Doctor Strange is already around. So and we um, know Keanu Reeves is in the wings doing some kind of project. We just don't know what. Doing cartwheels. We just don't know how. <laughs> right. Yeah, that would be cool. I mean, um, so we got a we got a, a holiday special with the Guardians of the Galaxy. We got a Halloween special with a kick-ass werewolf. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I think that's kind of cool. Oh, um, something I read about werewolf at night is a little bit different than the werewolf. He doesn't need a full moon to turn into the werewolf, right? Yep, he just needs to... He can only turn into the werewolf at night. Like, the sun cannot be up when he turns into a werewolf. Right. That's, that's cool. why he's called werewolf by night. Yeah. Uh, as long as the moon is in the sky, he can become a werewolf. doesn't need to be a full moon. That's cool. Yeah. I like that better than has to be a full moon. You know, right. We get to see him more. Okay. okay. And then, <laughs> look, we had a couple of ping pongs this week around uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. I was uh, pissed. I sent you that. I was pissed. Well, you were the one that sent me the original. Yeah. Like, look, and, and 
I think this raises a good point. So there was a report earlier in the week that Venom, Let There Be Carnage, was going to be delayed. That Sony was not happy with some of the box office returns from some of the movies that have had box office releases thus far. And they're like, oh, we're going to delay Let There Be Carnage um, for maybe a month or two. So they had already delayed it a month. It was supposed to come out in September. Now it's going to come out in October. October 15th, I believe, is the date. And they're like, oh, we're going to delay it again. So the rumor was, oh, Sony's going to delay it again. Well, literally like three days later, another report came out and said, no, there's no delay. Sony's not delaying anything. We're good. We're sticking with the original date or the, the rescheduled date. It's going to come out in October. Well, CinemaCon, I think uh, in, at CinemaCon, Sony had a big what to do. And that's where the Spider-Man trailer came out. And they, they kind of hyped all their films and they did nothing about Venom. And they they assumed that because they they kind of uh, ignored Venom in that big, um, their big production there, that it was going to be delayed. So, but that's not the case. They say it's still on track. And again, the statement I gave you was, you really got to be careful when you're reading um, rumors on the internet about announcements. And these are not official announcements that came from Sony. Right. There's not official announcements that came from Marvel. These are rumors. Rumors. Rumor is Venom Let There Be Carnage uh, con- contemplating a delay for Venom Let There Be Carnage. Look, unfortunately, we're in a world where being first is more important than being right. Amen. And so many of these news outlets are out there trying to be first with the news. I want to break this story. I'm going to show everybody that I know what I'm talking about before anybody else does. And I'm going to be the first out there. Professor Preaching. Yeah. Being first is not always as good as being right. Yep. And that's exactly what happened here. Somebody jumped the gun and, oh, CinemaCon. They didn't talk about Venom. Let there be Connor. Well, that means they're delaying the movie. Slow down. They didn't. And the fact that you said that, everybody in the world is now talking about the fact they're going to delay this movie. And Sony came out and said, look, no, we're not delaying this movie. It's going to be fine. Yeah. And Especially after they saw the count of how many people saw the Sony the Sony Spider-Man uh, kind of trailer, right? right? I mean, how can we delay that movie? 355 million views? We're not You talk that. about getting people pissed. Oh, yeah. Delay that movie. Yeah. See what happens. Agree. So, yeah. yeah. Look, it's people. Look, you want to hear these stories? Great. Don't just don't take them as gospel until you hear from Marvel, from Sony, from anybody credible. It, all it is is rumor. Like Super Talk podcast. If exactly. You from Super Talk. We're guessing. Podcast, it's gospel. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we're guessing. Yeah, look, we're batting seven hundred, but we're guessing. Yeah. You know, we're trying to trying to do the best we can. Yep. Um. Anyway, uh, next piece of news. Hey. Ed Asner dies at the age of 91. Uh, My God, number one, I got a lot of love for Ed Asner just as an actor and some of the roles he's portrayed in his life. Yeah. Um, fantastic. For me, and again, this being a comic book superhero nerd, I remember Ed Asner as voicing J. Jonah Jameson and the Spider-Man cartoon yeah. back in the, in the 80s. I mean... The, he was he was the voice of J. Jonah Jameson, and it was like, wow. I yeah. mean, and again, he's done a million things otherwise, but, uh, you know, great actor. We started to see, see him go, but I, I just wanted to kind of call that out because he, he was just 
a, a fantastic human and had uh, you know some great roles in his life. Yeah, rest in peace. Um, passed away in ninety one. At ninety one. Yeah, at ninety one. <laughs> That's old. Not in ninety one. No. At ninety one. <laughs> right. All right. Well, let's let's get into the topic of the week this week, and uh, of course, this is sponsored by our friends at Studio G G Studios. Studio G G Studios. Love those guys. Thank you so much. Uh, topic of the week. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know. I've been saving this until this week. Look, guys, there's a movie coming out this weekend. What movie up. is that? It's, is there? It's uh, Shang-Chi oh. and the Legend of the Ten Rings. It's coming out in the theaters. Um, you could see it as early as Thursday evening, but it's Which coming. Which you are. I, I'm, I'm seeing an IMAX on Thursday evening as, as early as I can. Yeah. Um, but it'll be out Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm going to say a few things about the movie and seeing the movie. Well, mention your comic book first up here oh, yeah. for the YouTube. We got people. a little, little, little you know, Journey to Mystery uh, featuring Shang Chi. So, Journey to Mystery is the uh, comic book series that featured Thor very legend, legendarily. But there was a, f- a few extra characters that showed up in there, and, and we got a little, little Shang Chi in here, the Master of Kung Fu. Um, I'm going to do a little primer today of the Master of Kung Fu and who he is as a character and how he showed up in Marvel Comics and why he's important and where we've seen him before. But I'm going to talk about about this movie a little bit. Um, look, I I'm, I'm going to come out openly and say this: in the last uh, since Endgame, which is it's been a long time, there's no movie I've been looking forward to more than this one. Wow, really? Well, we haven't had any. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the only movie we had since Endgame yeah. is. Uh, Black Widow, right? Since Endgame? Is that the only movie we've had? I mean, I'm embarrassed to say this, but Wonder Woman 84, I was very excited to see. But we have not had many, if any, movies come out before since Endgame. But, look, I'm looking forward to this movie more than any. Um, This character is one that I know Marvel and Kevin Feige have been extremely interested in doing and doing right for a long time, ever since the first Iron Man movie, they've been talking about doing Master of Kung Fu. Wow! Um, so this has been in the plans for a long time. I think they found the right actor to play this role. Home run! I think they found the right cast to surround that actor with. Yeah. I think they found a great director and a great writer to write a script. I'm going to tell you, if you go see this movie, you will not be disappointed. And you will be extremely happy that you went to go see this movie. In the theaters especially in the theaters and you will be looking forward to seeing this character in future Marvel project projects going forward, which we know is going to happen. Yeah. So please look, we've talked about this seeing this movie in the theaters this weekend, next weekend over the next couple few weeks is extremely important, not only for the future of this movie and the Marvel cinematic universe, but the success of this movie is going to dictate what Marvel decides to do with future projects. And this includes Spider-Man No Way Home. This includes Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. This includes Thor Love and Thunder. Are they releasing them in theaters? Are they going to hold on to them? Are they going to delay them? Are, they, are we going to delay yeah. the Eternals? Are we going to delay everything? And look, I don't want any more delays. Yeah. I'm done with them. Yeah. And if I were going to ask you to see a terrible movie in the theaters and pay your 12 bucks to go see a bad movie, I'd be like, ah... Do it for us, people. Come on, help us out. Yeah. No. 
You are going to love this character. You're going to love this movie. You're going to love what you, you paid your 12 bucks for. Please go support this movie. Um, I think the, the, I'm saying the early previews of this movie have been incredibly positive, and I venture to guess that next this weekend coming up, when we finally get people able to come out and talk about this movie, they're going to be glowing. I mean, they're going to be like, oh my God, it's one of the best movies Marvel's ever made. Yeah. And, and I think we're all going to be happy for that. So, the reason why we are focusing on Shang-Chi and the Master of Kung Fu and everything else this episode is please go out and support this movie. Please. Yes. Please. Titanium and I are going to go see it this yeah. weekend, but please go out and see it. I bought like a a boatload of tickets. I'm taking a bunch of other couples. We're going to go get a couple of appetizers. We're going to go get liquored up, and we're going to roll into that theater on fire. Yeah. Absolutely. So let, let's talk about the character of Shang-Chi. And again, he was origi- had a, an original title uh, called The Master of Kung Fu. He debuted in the Marvel Comics in 1973. And this was in direct response to the popularity of Bruce Lee. Yeah. Um, in 1973, Bruce Lee was probably the most um, important and popular action hero in cinema at the time. Yes. Um, he was in a TV show um, that was incredibly popular. The called, Green Hornet. Called The Green Hornet. He had been in uh, several um, Hong Kong-based um Action movies, uh, Fist of Fury, uh, The Chinese Connection, and ultimately Enter the Dragon, which was a co-production with a U.S.-based production company in, in Hong Kong, which had never been done before for, for a kung fu movie. Um, was incredibly popular. I mean, he was one of the most talked about and most beloved characters or most beloved actors at the time. And Marvel was like, look, everybody loves kung fu movies. Let's uh, let's kind of try to capitalize on this. And he, he debuted in 1973 um, and had a, a, a comic book established based, based on the character. Yeah. Um, the character itself, um, and, and this is very different than the movies we're going to see, the actual character in the comic books was raised by his father, who was named Fu Manchu. Yes, Fu Manchu, kind of funny. Um, was raised to be an assassin. So very similar to what we're going to see in this movie. Um, Wen Wu is the, who, the name of his father in this movie, but also trained and raised him to be an assassin. Yeah. Same thing in his, in his backstory here, but a di- different character. And like you've said in other episodes, the his father isn't the Mandarin. You feel like we've really never seen the Mandarin. Yet. Well, and, and, and again, we're assuming that his father in this movie is in the movie is a, is the Mandarin, but I don't think they've ever referred to him as that. That's right. So we'll see. But his father in the comic books was a, a character named Fu Manchu. Again, trained him to be an assassin, found out that his father was corrupt and evil and ran a criminal empire and said, I'm going to fight against my father. And that's what he did. Look, he's teamed up with so many of the just popular comic book characters like Iron Fist. Was and- he ever an Avenger? Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. but he, he teamed up with um, uh, Iron Fist and Daredevil uh, to fight against the Punisher. He's been through that kind of whole scene. Uh, teamed up with with Black Widow before. Um, Misty Knight and Colleen Wing, which which we saw in the, as a matter of fact in the both of those characters we saw in the Iron Fist 
uh, series on Netflix. He had teamed up with both of them to kind of become the heroes for hire and kind of do this kind of lawyer slash hero thing. So he's got a rich history with a lot of these comic book characters, but he eventually did join the Avengers. He was asked to join the Avengers at one point in time. Uh, Tony Stark was forming a new version of the Avengers that was going to be more aggressive. We'll say just kind of more physical uh, version of the Avengers. And he's like, I need to get more fighter based people. And he said, I might, you know, pick up, you know, Shang-Chi and the master of Kung Fu. And, yeah. they, and he, he did join the Avengers, um, which was fantastic. And one of his, again, the thing that he's known for the most in the Marvel comics universe not the cinematic universe yet, yet, but the comics universe. He is the greatest and most prolific hand-to-hand combatant ever created in the Marvel Comics universe. Right. He is the best fighter that's ever been ever around. He knows all different types of martial arts. He can kick anybody's ass, and he can do it nine times over. I mean, he is one of the most incredible fighters ever and he's known that's why he was called the master of kung fu is because he was literally the master he could beat anybody any way anytime in, in fighting skill now there are people that were maybe stronger than him there are people that had energy based powers but like his fighting skills were concerned yeah. he was the best yeah we we've talked about this in uh, other episodes at some point Spider-Man lost his spidey powers and went to Shang-Chi to learn how to fight without powers. Uh, so that you, yeah, that respect right there. I mean, you gotta, you gotta be a master. Yeah. Uh, respect. Master Kung Fu taught Spider-Man how to fight without his spider sense. Right. And, they, and it, he developed his own version of fighting called, I think what would he, what'd he call it? Like spider foo or something Sp- like, uh, something <laughs> like that. that. I might get t-shirts made spider foo t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. But look, I think this is going to be a character we are going to like. So Simu Liu, who's playing um, Shang-Chi in the movie. I think the casting is spot on. Yeah. I think we're going to fall in love with this guy and to see him in future Avengers movies. You know, look, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a cameo at the end of the movie with Anthony Mackie showing up as Captain America. and Nick look, Fury. Or somebody say, yeah. hey, you know. Welcome to the Avengers, Respect, right? right? Um, <laughs> I would lose it. You just said something. You just said something that I don't think anybody has ever said, or I haven't seen anywhere yet. But you just said something. Welcome to the Avengers. I would lose my shit. Yeah, whether it's Dick Fury or, happened, or, or I mean, the two characters we know are kind of in the Avengers at the moment. You know, are Nick Fury and and Anthony Mackie yeah. and a Falcon slash Captain America. I mean, if either of them show up in like a post credit scene with Simu Liu and say, hey, you're in. Yeah. You know, um, God, how excited would we be? Whoa. And and again, I, I, the actor, the character, everything else about this guy, I, I think we're all going to fall in love with this guy. And I, This was the sleeper. I mean, you and I talked about this when we started this show in January, Titanium, when we knew this movie was coming out this summer. We said... This is a sleeper. Yeah. This is one that people are, I think, don't really think is going to be that good. But I'm going to tell you, this is going to be one of their favorites. And when again, I have earlier reviews, when I have people that aren't huge Marvel fans and aren't comic book nerds or, or superhero nerds, and they're coming to me saying, 
you know, ah, man, I can't wait for this movie. It looks so good. I love Kung Fu. I love Kung Fu movies. I can't wait to see this. Men and women coming to me saying that they were looking forward to this tells me that it's reached beyond into the novice realm of moviegoers. And I think it's going to be huge. Well, and you just pointed out the entire motivation for them doing this movie was that it is not your typical costume-based superhero this is somebody real. This yeah. is somebody that comes from a different background. And this is, you know, enlightening people to Asian American culture. And, yeah. you know, kind of, it really is just, I'm going to tell you, we're all going to be blown away by this movie. And and I hope everybody says two, three weeks from now, Titanium, Professor, thank you for suggesting that I go to this movie because it was one of the best movies I've ever seen. You got to go see it. So go see it. Absolutely. Please. Very cool. All right. Any questions this week? No questions. Let's ring the bell. School is over, Professor. All right. Well, that that's it for us this week. Uh, we'll be back next week for more Super Talk. To get in touch with us on social media, hit us up via email, supertalkpodcast at outlook.com or at supertalkpod on Twitter. Until then, stay super, everyone. Mm-hmm.